hot don't worry about it we get them sponsors up everybody everybody gonna be listening they're gonna be like yo hey i'm cool with a cute podcast as long as you know people i don't know if i want a sponsor i don't want no self-talk no self-talk though You know what I'm saying they some got, some people I heard advice. some they people I heard say yo it's too much cursing fuck I'm like who that's what I'm talking about do they live about. here I don't know what the I fuck I don't give live. a fuck fuck them don't listen that's what I'm talking about but yo people listening though good <laughs> good uh, okay if they feel like we cursing too much cut a check with all these equipment. And you know travel expenses. travel expenses and all we that need shit. Them sponsorships. Yo, man, fuck them. They don't even fuck about them motherfuckers, man. We do what the fuck we want. That's Get your own saying. part yeah. and not cuss. Yeah, there you go. Cuss and make first. it interesting too. Yeah, make it interesting. Right. Yeah, we're recording by the way. Good. Uh, all right. Um, longtime friend of the pod, longtime friend of the people on the pod. So family, introduce family. yourself. Family. What's going on, everybody? This What's up, JJ? JJ with the actual factuals. Um, really excited to be here with this crew. I missed y'all. We do. I miss, I miss you too. It's I been a minute. Y'all. I miss listening to y'all talk shit. Word. And Back in the day, I'm excited to talk shit again with y'all. <laughs> All right. Respect. All right. We got the we got the usual suspects here. Yeah. What's up, people? This is AD. Glad to be here. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Easy Rose was popping, man. Brooklyn stand up. New York City stand up. East Coast stand up, Damn, Atlanta stand up, everybody stand, everybody stand, up. stand up. Get your ass up, you know get up. All right, uh, Tony Stallion here. Um, all right, before we get into these topics, though, so JJ, we happy to have you here. Tell you know the audience a little bit about yourself, what you do, without you know giving your real identity away. <laughs> Word, word. Um, so yeah, JJ, um, been working in the industry for about six years now, um, working in strategy, uh, got my degree in marketing and advertising. So, you know, I'm a thoroughbred like that, but, um, used to work with this crew over here. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Back in the uh, days. Yeah. You know, black owned life. And now I'm at the not so black owned life. And uh, it's real interesting, that GM, that general market. Um, what's, what's one of the um, differences you see, I guess, since you worked on both sides of the fence? Um, so one of the biggest differences, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get right into yeah, it. Get to I'm it. Get right yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. One of the biggest things I noticed, I mean, I, I love the time. I love the time at the dubs, but... Um, Unfortunately, like black people, we we can't get our financial stuff together. Yeah, and man. so when you go to the GM side, you just have more perks, you have more opportunities, you have more resource, and that's they've been doing it longer. The too. white world, exactly. Um, but I do miss the the family aspect at a larger corporate level. Like within mm-hmm. my team, I definitely have a family, and we're all very close knit. But at the larger company level, like. Yeah. It's not like how, you know, the CEO and the VP back then, like, that was family, too. It's not that way there. And so the, you have you feel less of a, a stake in the work and less of a stake in just, like, the bottom line of everything. Yeah. Um, and I felt like that was important just for motivation's sake. But mm. then also what's different is um, just, like, the respect that you get from your clients. 
I feel like clients don't respect um, niche agencies as much or the opinion of niche agencies as they as much as they respect like the stalwarts. Right. Um, so it's just interesting to see how even clients interact and how, you know, they take my the information that I'm giving them versus previously at a black owned how that information would be received um so those are one of the biggest things i know probably because they know that people can be bought yeah yeah maybe no that's, that's no, that's, that's, no that's real <laughs> ain't, no, oh, ain't, no, ain't no maybe <laughs> ain't no maybe ain't no maybe in that i'm like yo if i could go buy that shit we're gonna uh, we're gonna revisit that because right. um are segmented uh, agencies are they needed because i think well let me just throw it to the floor and you guys let me know like do you think like these segmented um, African American or Hispanic agencies are needed nowadays? If you're saying like, hey, at a general market agency, you have more budget, so it's like, do they just need to hire the people and then just keep it all in general market, or do you need these segmented agencies to come up with these niche marketing campaigns? And you know, bottom line, are you is it worth it? I mean, you can almost argue. You know that same thing with schools. Some people feel about HBCUs. Like, are they even needed, right? And I would say, I would say, yeah. Only because it's just certain experiences you're not going to get. I guess at a general market spot that you could get at a right. uh, niche agency. However, I do know that the niche agencies, you know, multicultural or target, however you want to dice it, probably need to uh, step up their capabilities, especially around digital. And if you're funny, you you look at digital it's niche because you can't really do digital in the general market point of view right you mm-hmm. you kind of have to target and segment your audience otherwise you literally throwing a bucket of water into the ocean mm-hmm. right so, so are you going to get that bag how, are you going to get the bag at, i don't know at a segment like it depends on where you sit in that table because you could get the title i don't feel like they valued you they didn't value. I didn't feel valued. But look, historically a, though, the yeah. segment agencies got a lot of us in the industry, right? Right. Let's be real. So yeah, let's be real. Real quick before we go, uh, congratulations on your uh, new title and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Give me to my yeah. title of dad. A title of. Work, uh, well, hey, look. I'm gonna wait till the we ink dry first. Let's wait till that ink dry and we <laughs> okay, get. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, thank you, but I. I Hey, I'm just waiting for the ink dry first, bro. You know, so we'll see what happens. But, Um, but sounds like something my grand my grandparents would say, man. Because he country like me, right? Country is fucking like yo, like for that ink dry, man. That ink can be wiped off. My yo, (laughs) my grand my grandmother used to I used to ask my grandmother about certain people, and I'd be like, Hey, grandma, how you feel about this person? And she'd be like, I don't got a problem with them. It's not that. I don't like them. I just don't trust them. So like, yeah, yeah you that, wait it's that same. Yeah. Wait it's that same mentality. Yeah, so right. wait and see. But I, but back to what you know, Tony was saying. Um, yeah, and JJ do have a point. Like you know, sometimes the bag is bigger at these other spots that have better resources. But we got to take into account that yeah. they've been around longer, right? Some of these ages been around like. Well, JWT is a Zamba. They've been around like 100 years, yeah. right? And, you know, a lot of the agencies got consolidated in the 80s and were part of these big four holding companies. So there are a lot more. Yeah. They have more resources, money, and people, yeah. and expertise, uh, you know, actually in the game, right? So right. I do feel that these agencies or these segment agencies should be around. They just got to figure out how to evolve in the digital era. One of the things that's interesting, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day, actually, because um, 
one of the things right now is the value of segmented agencies is that we know culture like nobody else. True. Right. Because, the insights. Because we're part of the culture. The people are part of the culture. We live it. Right. But the thing, the thing about it, and I think a lot of companies are seeing this right now, and a lot of the work that I'm starting to do at, at my job is centered around this, is the fact that, like, culture is a risk right mm. now. And a lot of these CMOs who, you know, they got two years to make some shit right it's before true. they oh, get yeah, recycled the out. They're not trying to really take risk in nah. those two years. And so I think, I, think, I think right now isn't necessarily a good time for... Um, Right now isn't necessarily a good time for segmented agencies, just simply because the culture is a risk. But I, at this but I think moment. it's a risk when you don't have those those people in the room. Right. Like, take it out of agencies real quick. Coco, that was a great movie. I don't know if you all seen it. It has so all the Latina. You know, half my family is Latino, so it's like a lot of the culture and a lot of the nuances i could relate to and i could see and it yeah. was real because they had because you know the people who made the film are you know i think Hispanic background mm-hmm. right but take that and let's just say pixar would have been like all right we're just gonna have our regular animators or storytellers tell a story it could have been a flop it could have been horrible right i.e i mean we always bring it up pepsi it's mm-hmm. like they did it in-house somebody was like yo this shit is popping you know this whole Black, Black Lives guy. Matter. Like uh, well, I don't want yeah. to throw nobody on the bus without knowing exactly. I ain't yeah. going on the bus. That's, <laughs> I'm just that's what they say on these ass streets, bro. That's what they saying, but I'm yeah. just saying. But, but the point being is just like, you know, when we not there, I feel like there's a risk of that uh, companies don't want to take versus it's like if you have the people there, um, to me, it's less risky. Um, just the reality from a tonality standpoint, like that's why the segmented agencies need to be there or uh, either as a consultant, they just need to be in a mm-hmm. room because, and I feel like I, I've, I've sh- talked about this before, but like sometimes you just need to have like real motherfuckers in the room, you right? Do. Like you need to have a person that can say, nah, that shit looks crazy. That shit look whack. Because yeah. a lot of times it's like, you know, you have all these people and then you think that, oh, well, if I take this popular person, if I take, you know, the Migos and I put a fucking... I don't know, just something, some weird shit in their hand, and this is just gonna come across as like cool. culturally impactful. Right. And it's like, no, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, th- this shit is just bad. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna kind of get into this, but it's like, you know, even even me being a black person, right? Like here and there, like yeah, we might internally we might use the n word. Let's say we're talking about the n word. We're using the n word now, mind you. If I see another person who looks like me, but I don't know them. I don't use the N-word towards them because I don't know them. Right. You see what right. I'm saying? Right. People think that people of color or black people just so we use all get along. Right. right. So I mean, it's like, oh, yeah. like right. It's like, no. It's like, you're, now you're becoming too familiar. So now right. I got to step to you in a way. It's like, hold on. That, that That's a thing that people don't know. Like, people don't know. They just say, oh, well, it's like that argument. Well, well, black people use the N-word. It's like, well, that's not necessarily true because, like, if I never, if I don't know A.D., it's like I would never approach him yeah, like that. Yo, what's up, ma? Whatever. Even like looking at me like I'm crazy. Like I don't yeah, know you like that. Even get a fan right. of that word. So, yeah. oh yeah, that's why. Yeah, if you're from the south, you might oh, disrespect yeah. somebody. Well, they like say it. it a lot, but they may not say it in front of mixed company. Right. You know. Right. Or whatever. I'm glad you brought that point up because um, there was an example of not really segmented marketing, but there was this Vice documentary of like the rise of Asian rappers. And oh, it's about them Asian dudes sound like amigos. Well, I thought they, I thought they were dope. Actually. Rich Brian. Um, but I guess the quite that that's a different topic. 
um, moving on from segmented marketing. But can rappers who are not white say the N word? No, no, because in this no, documentary no, they had no. the Asian. No, they, all right. I don't know if you saw it. You I did. did. They had the guy from Long Beach, grew up in the hood, was a crip. So, no, but, I'm not. I'm not no. saying they were like everybody in the, in the in the doc was cool. They were like, nah. I'm gonna he, let you finish. He grew up. He grew up this way. It's like I'm gonna let he you knows finish. what it is. Right. But again, to like my point, it's like that's a thing that they don't understand. Again, you grew up on Long Beach. Now you come to Brooklyn. And I hear you talking like that. And I'm like, I don't know you like that. Leave it in Long Beach. Leave that shit in Long Beach and the group of people that allow you to do that shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's like, like at the end of the day, it's like now you become a familiar. And now that's a bad taste. And you got to think about it. Like, um, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, China Mac. China Mac is a rapper. Yeah, China Mac. So, yeah. So China Mac. Right. So China Mac had an interview and he said something about how like he used to use the word. Right. And then some dude was like telling him like I don't think you should use that word like it, it looked kind of bad. He's like, well f you, you know what I'm saying? I grew up this way, I'm gonna use it. I was like I don't know. But then another dude approached him. He was like, you know what? But like you are a rapper, right? And he was like, yeah, I'm a rapper. He's like, okay, well you wanna reach more people. You wanna have it like you wanna be known internationally or or nationwide. He's like, yeah. He's like, so people from the south in atlanta or just in towns in south carolina like they don't take that word uh very lightly so if you're saying that you've segmented yourself like you've actually moved yourself away from the conversation and then he thought about it he was like damn well if i want to reach other people i'm already created boundary uh boundaries for myself by just using a word that's offending people right so it's a lot of things like people don't know just because you're not white Right. I don't make this shit right. But no, let me t- okay. Oh no, I was gonna say it's Asian, but for Asian culture, especially Chinese specifically, but Asian culture is real interesting because um, I was I was reading up about it just this idea because it's not just the rappers, it's also like the cultural like there's a whole group, there's a whole like um, in Japan and in China there's like oh, a yeah. whole thing about like, like the break dancing, looking yeah. black, looking black, yeah. black face, wearing braids, yeah. like, there's a whole market for that shit. Even some of the products like, got black faces on it. But they talked about the fact of like it, it's ingrained in their heritage and culture like Asian culture and Chinese culture specifically like for decades and centuries it's always been homogeny is encouraged Mm -hmm. everybody is taught to follow this same straight and narrow path to be the smart to be the the multi-talented in xyz violin mandolin whatever learn this learn that and everybody is kind of coached to grow up and be the same and so then you have a lot of these asian americans that come here or like these first generation asians that come to america with their families who are coaching them in that same homogeny but then they're like, I want to break out. Like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be like homie next door to me and the same Asian, the same Asian people that I, I'm going to grow up for the rest of right. my life. Like, I want to be different. And so I think it's it's just a little interesting to see. And I'm, it's like, do we embrace it or do we just and, like. And plus, they've always liked American culture. Right. And American culture right now is hip hop. Right. Yeah. And and then to your point too, I think, I, I feel like, I've heard Asian people tell me this. And it's like, a lot of them feel like they like lack an identity. Mm-hmm. Right. And and to your point, like, that's what it is. It's like, you know, black people, we for years and years, we've manifested in being cool. Mm-hmm. Like we've always been cool. Right. Mm-hmm. So now you have people who might be Asian. Like I've been to China. I've been to Japan. Right. You talking about like, like, and I'm not like flex, like flex. Life you always flex? say that. No, I'm, just, I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> in the last two years, listen, man, I'm, I'm just what I'm telling you is like 
when you're out there, like China is a communist nation, yeah. right? Like everyone looks up to Mao. It's a certain. You even got Google. And, right. com- and communism is homogeny. Right. Exactly. Yes. Communism is homogeny. Exactly. So when you have people, and it's what you're saying, it's just one way. It's one way. So then when they see me, they're like, oh shit, this dude is 6'2, black. Is he a basketball player or a rapper? Like, let me take a picture with him. Like, yeah. let me. Like, <laughs> Yo, they, they sh- kept asking me that in Bali. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, I was like, you know, Nick's uh, third string. I was like, yeah. Motherfuckers yeah. was, was like, asking me tip, if I was Nick's. Obama's brother. Like, first of all, because I look nothing like motherfucking That's Obama. Right. So, they, but they they embrace the culture. And, and to your point, like, they don't have no Google. They don't have no Facebook. I forget the names of the. Like the, the social WeChat, WeChat, WeChat is Waymo. one of them. Like, right, exactly. They, like the government's job is to keep all that shit away from them. Yeah, and it's still we're still seeping through. Like, yeah. so you know, and that's the thing about it. It's like, yo, like what they don't. What most people, don't, black people, are so complex. Like yeah. we wear so many masks A every lot. day. Like, yeah. I'm being myself, but I'm not really myself. I'm I'm the part. That's just gonna meet you halfway. Yeah. When I'm, that's the side of me. You know what I'm Speak saying? So, yeah. so, so again, this it's like this is the side had me get the check. Right, exactly. The so, yeah. I, what you don't understand about me is like, yo, when I in the morning, yeah, multifaceted, so yeah. bro. Like, I don't listen to rap music all the time. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. People come up to me, these rap slant. Yeah, I know all of it, but I'm like, yo, I want to hear that shit right now. I want to hear that shit. I'm, I'm focused on this. So we're just so complex, and that's the beauty about us. And right. it's like, that's what allows us to check motherfuckers when they're like, yo, you got to check motherfuckers at the door because I'm saving your life. Because if you met someone else who oh, wasn't me, that can be a problem. You could be losing a tooth, or you could be on your back pocket. <laughs> Either or. Like, you so, get, look, I'm glad you could be you, on I, your back pocket. I love that. I'm glad you Oh, I love that. that. <laughs> oh, getting it? up. Yo. You know what I'm saying? You can be on your back pocket. <laughs> I'm saying JJ. I'm just saying. <laughs> is it your duty to be like, yo, like, if y'all want to wrap it in private, do your thing, don't say that shit around me. Well, I check motherfuckers all the time. Me and you hang out. So if you've seen me do this before. Yeah. But um, no, I'm just saying, like, it depends on how I feel about it. If I if I feel a way, I'm going to say something. Mm-hmm. Because, like, for so long, like, I feel like, again, yes, it's bothering me, but at the end of the day, like, you could be saving somebody because you don't, like, it just these feel, people, honestly, it just feels different when I, no. Oh, you're talking about, like, a, a, just with God, as a show of music? I mean, I, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you, so that's a good point you talk, you're talking yeah. about because, like, sometimes if I'm at a show, if I'm at a party, if I, even at a work event, like, we have a holiday party and, you know, they play all that shit, everybody listen to that shit. Mm-hmm. When those certain parts come, I look the other way. Yeah, I look down. I feel like as men, though, you guys probably encounter it much more than I do because I feel like people aren't as 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 readily or freely expressive to women with the word mm. nigga. I feel like as black men, though, people are more because they associate nigga with black men. Of course. My my personal thought on that is that nigga is associated with black hmm. male identifying mm. especially if you're not talking about hip-hop which is mostly male you know right. you know dominant or whatever but it's tricky because we are talking about music we are talking about like this wasn't as much of an issue 10 20 years ago because that music was mostly our music it was mm-hmm. urban music right but now that hip-hop is uh, pop culture right 
I mean, leading nah, nah, genre. Be it's a leading like, genre. It's a leading genre right now, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I it's mean, I have to say while. that you know, other cultures didn't appreciate okay. hip hop back then. I was gonna say, uh, but I'm talking about the popularity. Okay, okay, but right? with the internet now, it's like it's everybody's everywhere. access to it. Yeah, it's everywhere. Right. So now, when so you do proven. have a lot of rappers putting that in the music, putting that word in the music, a little bit, well, a lot more than previous generation of a hip hop or, or rappers, I think it does become. It does become a um, a conversation, mm. right? I'm not saying that the people who's listening to the music should or should not say it, but they need to understand I, the content, the context of the well, the meaning of the word, the context of who's listened to it, and where it's been spoken, and like, well, just think about it, right? right. Like your surroundings or where you listen to it. Some people are fine with other coaches saying the word. And a lot of people are not, but let's be real. It is in the, it is in the music, and right. whatever you put in the music, people are gonna repeat. Hey, I knew this this chick. You know, I ain't gonna say her name, but we used to work in this spot. She's Latino. She grew up in New York, so you know a lot of the Latin Puerto Rican culture overlap and intermingle with hip hop and mm-hmm. black people, right? It just mm-hmm. did, right? Mm-hmm. But that works in New York. She was trying to explain that in the South, and I'm saying I understand your point of view, but. You're below the Mason, Mason Dixon line. Mm-hmm. So it's a little different. Mm-hmm. And was, down there, it's, it was just you and her, or you? Just me and her talking. Oh, okay, we, yeah. you know, because we were just talking about like the uses of the word, right? Okay. And I was like, look, I understand where you're coming from, but that doesn't apply down here. It just don't because you know, shit down here is polarizing. Everything is literally black and white. But mm-hmm. even in New York, though, I had to have that conversation with my ex. Oh, where? Mm. Oh, he's your ex. My own ex. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh. want to talk about that? that ain't Uh, <laughs> God damn! <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what was his ethnicity? Now. Oh, he was Puerto Rican. Okay. Um, grew up in Queens, and like you know, that grew up around yeah the folk. Yeah. And that's normal, like you said in New York. Like that's normal. It yeah. applies um, in your own community. Right. But I had to check him because it was like. He felt like he could just use it around all my friends, mm. nah. and like now he embarrassing home not base. Not even embarrassing. Not yeah. even don't embarrass mad. mama. Like <laughs> use it around, my, and I was like, you can't do this. But also, like not my embarrass personal mama. thing is like when I when whenever I use the word nigga, like I will never directly refer to someone as nigga. Like I would be like, oh, this nigga. Like, but like like an Issa Rae no, kind of like yeah, like yeah. no direct <laughs> referral. Like it's more so like in reference to somebody that probably isn't even in the room. Right. Right. Or it's it's like never a ne- like negative. That's, Rose, nigga. Like that's Right. That's and that's awkward. so crazy that you that's say wrong. that too because any like sometimes I've seen it like coming from people of color like anybody could be that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It only has nothing to do with Right, right, right. It's just like <laughs> how you how you carry yourself. It's context. How you act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day it's like respect the culture. Right. And know where it comes from, and just and and if you on that type of time, then it's cool. Like if you if you could back up whatever you say, and a person approach you accordingly, and you are about whatever's about to come to you, then I'm, I respect it. Go yeah. ahead, man, do your Basically. thing, fight for what you believe in. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Basically, all right. It's snowing outside, so your the, your back pockets will be cold. Damn. Oh, oh my God. That's, that's some now that's no soft talk right there. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Yo, uh Rose, you already know. You already know what type of time we on, man. Ain't no soft talk when it comes to telling the truth. We out.